Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Heads up, Easter is early this year, so get everything you need to host for Sunday, March 31st. From pastel outfits for the whole fam to brunch-ready serveware, Macy's has you covered. Macy's also has Toys R Us Easter basket goodies from books to stuffed animals and even slime. Find it all in-store and online at Macy's.com. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Available in cups A through G in bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. They sent us bras and underwear, and the bra is like sexy and supportive and so comfortable i haven't had a black bra like that in a minute and i love it i was like this came just in time just i've been needing one of these and the robe and slippers are heaven heaven it's literally like heaven wrapped around my body and your feet and my feet shop now at your nearest victoria's secret store and online at victoriasecret.com be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings, or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora jewelry today. Find a store near you or shop online at Pandora.net. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We're scrubbing in. This is a special midweek episode featuring a recap on the Grey's Anatomy premiere, us losing the People's Choice Award this year, et cetera, et cetera. You know, how's everyone? Yeah, I was going to say, how are you doing, Tanya? <laughs> You know, I'm not going to lie. I was like a little bit bummed um, when I found out. I was bummed for sure. But then quickly, I turned that around and I thought, you know what? Let's aim higher. Let's aim higher. Let's figure something out for 2021. I mean, we're still going to come back with a vengeance for a PCA. Don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong. Mm -hmm. But I think we need to kind of create some goals, maybe set some bigger dreams for 2021 and so i want to look into emmy categories (laughs) i just i i love you and i i love the aim higher aim bigger mentality that you have really for everything in life and you kept you know like every time we talked about the people's choice award and like us losing and like it's okay like you know 2021 we'll be back you kept saying let's aim higher and i just was like "Mm mm-hmm but really like in the awards, there's limited podcast awards. So we're going to either have to have a hit show come out in the next year, or maybe we write a song together about the podcast and maybe win a Grammy. But I think our <laughs> options are quite limited. So I respect that. Uh, Thank you. That viewpoint. Okay. 
However, if 2020 has taught me anything, it is if there is a will, there is a way. So Uh I think that there are a lot of categories for the Emmys and for the Grammys. Easton just mentioned that the Grammys have the spoken word. I don't know the technicalities, but I am going to look into them. Uh, I believe it must, it might be a book, but it could be a comedy special. It could be a live show special. I mean, I don't know, but there are loopholes that I believe I can figure out and then we can maneuver our way in. I have an idea. Uh, What? It'd be very cool to win a Peabody award. Tell me more about that. It's a very prestigious award that honors the most powerful, enlightening and invigorating stories in television, radio and online media and podcasts have won it before. Wait, what, what is the description again? Well, the Peabody Award honors the most powerful, enlightening, uh-huh. and invigorating stories in television, <laughs> radio, and online media. For example, uh, S-Town won a, pod- won a Peabody. Dolly Parton's America won a Peabody. These are all podcasts. Serial won a Peabody. Yeah, so basically we're going to really have to step up our game to, yes. to get to those adjectives. That's true. Yeah, invigorating. Uh, what were the... <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're really going to have to. It's funny, though, because when we when we when we found out that we lost, I was like, you know what? 2020 wasn't the best year for the podcast. I know for even for me personally, I feel like I took a dark uh, I took a dark turn at the beginning of the pandemic where I was just kind of lost. I was sad. I wasn't seeing people. Uh, I was unsure. Um, And I'm sure that came across in the podcast. I bet people are probably like, yeah, I mean, 2020, I, I, to be honest, I was so shocked that we were nominated because I really didn't feel like it was the our year for the podcast. I felt like we were going through a lot of personal stuff and like growth in a lot of areas, which everyone was. But it's interesting because I'm, I'm actually a fan of Ember Chamberlain and she won the, um, she actually won two People's Choice Awards, but she won the pop podcast and I follow her on Instagram. I always see her TikToks and I feel like she had maybe the biggest year of her life or career, like a huge year. So I think it was very fitting that she took that one home because to be honest, I know that the scrubbers could pull through and win it for us, but I almost didn't feel like we, like the podcast was up to the level that it needed, that it has up been. To par. And you know, what's funny is I, I'm not familiar with Emma Chamberlain, but I did. I gave her a shout out and I said, congratulations, Emma. You know, I'm not a sore loser. I'm happy that she won. I'm glad that an, another woman won and that there's another female in our, you know, winning uh, family or mm-hmm. whatever you call it. So I did, you know, congratulations to her. I'm happy for her and her listeners. Um, but I just think that it did kind of, you know, as if let's let's pretend that um, – I felt as though we're a salad dressing oh, and we kind of started to, you know, there's, there's some all oil, there's some water, there's some pepper and it kind of gets separated. Mm-hmm. We need to shake up our oh, salad okay. dressing a little bit yeah, and think outside the box and, and aim higher. I, I'm very in pursuit of this. Um, next week is Thanksgiving and I have a little time on my hands, so I'm going to do some research. And then once I do the research, we got to do the work. Yeah. I think a lot of it comes down to, uh, kind of feeling, uh, like a breath of fresh air and 
I think it comes down to, you know, getting, I, I actually listened to Emma's podcast. And the thing I think that people are drawn to about her is that she's very much just like, she just talks. There's no um, filter. There's no, edit, you know, it's just like, she just talks and you feel like you're sitting there listening to your best friend tell you a story. And I ultimately think that part of why people connect to this podcast is for that reason. But I think because this year was kind of dark and hard and I was feeling so over, I know you, we both were, but I'm just speaking for myself, but feeling so overwhelmed with so much going on that I didn't feel like opening up about things I was going through. And so therefore I almost felt like I was just kind of like a robot saying the well, yeah, same Yeah. And thing. like, also we were like, I know I was like scared to say things because everybody was so like hypersensitive to everything that people were saying. So I didn't want to like misstep or missay right. something. So I was in my head a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think so, you yeah, guys are just... being overly self-critical. No, 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 no. I, I genuinely like I'm saying this from a perspective of like how I have felt internally. And maybe it doesn't come across that way on the podcast. But I'm telling you how I feel is that I think that 2020 hit all of us personally. And then I do think it affected the podcast because what's going on in our lives affects how our podcast sounds. And so with there not being a ton to talk about and also not opening up about the struggles or relationships or whatever it was, it kind of felt like there was just this wall between us and the listeners. Even if we didn't intend for it to be there or want it to be there, I do feel like there was this disconnect. Well, and also it's about who gets their, their fans out to vote. I mean, these are the People's Choice Awards. And, and I think that our fans, as amazing and incredible as they are, three years in a row is a lot to ask for them to be doing this and getting other yeah. people's emails and getting their parents and family and friends. It's a lot. And TikTokers mobilize, man. When TikTokers want to do something, there is no stop with them. So I think that's what it came down to personally, not that hers is better or yours was worse than in previous years. I think it just came down to TikTokers. Like when the president had a, a rally in Tulsa and the TikTokers bought up all the tickets and then didn't show up, like they really know how to, to make things happen. So I think that's probably what it comes down to. And I think that you guys are fantastic and the show is fantastic. And But your goals for improvement and next level are admirable. Thank it's you. Gonna we're salad be, dressing. We're, gonna... we're salad dressing. We're going <laughs> to shake it up. And we're going to punch through this wall that we felt and we're going to we're going to be sans wall in 2021. And yeah, I do feel like weirdly reinvigorated, like I feel shaken up. And aside from the loss, the actual PCAs and like working a carpet again and like doing all that felt so good. Like I felt kind of back to myself in a weird way. Like I felt well, yeah. re like re-energized and this, this pep in my step. And we actually got the numbers back for the stream and we like, it crushed. We like doubled what it was their last one. And so like that made me feel good. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. feeling, I'm feeling a little bit of mojo coming back and it feels good. That's amazing. I love to hear it. You looked incredible. One of my favorite looks that you've had Thank you. It's been a minute since I've seen you just Barbie it up like that, and you really <laughs> killed it. So, congrats. We're all proud of you. Thank you. It was and really we're both fun. wearing Taylor Swift merch today. It, it just feels significant, you know? We're, I have folklore, and she has reputation. Reputation really didn't get the credit that it deserves. Everybody kind of throws it away, but that album is fantastic. 
It does have some great songs. I mean, it's hard to rate her albums because they all have great songs. So it's But everybody kind of really poo-pooed Reputation, I believe. Like, everybody kind of was like, oh, it's so dark and blah, blah. I know, blah, but... but uh, it's tough to follow 1989, too, because she had, like, five number one singles off in 1989. And, like, 1989 was... So it was just superior to any album ever, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... Personally I'm really speaking. here for the reputation. I'm gonna, I'm knocking it up on my... I'm gonna. I'm knocking it up on my Taylor Swift uh, index. Okay. Well, well, maybe we can do a poll and let people vote for what they think is the true value of reputation. Yeah, I mean, it's top three in my book. Okay, well, the whole point of this mini episode was to recap Grey's Anatomy. There's like a lot to talk about, you know? There's, there's just... I know, but like we've had three podcasts <laughs> and there's still more to talk about. It's always talk talk about it. So um, can I tell you my favorite, my biggest highlight? Of the premiere? Of the premiere. Tell me. The the duo I never saw coming, and now I can't unsee it. Joe and Jackson Avery, I am so here for it. I need them to be a couple. <laughs> so they they just kind of teased us because she basically said, "Also, spoiler alert." <laughs> we yeah, spo- I mean, everybody had a week, so like if you haven't watched it, tough titties said the kitty, I know, but, but the milk still did. Catching up like you did so many years ago, so. Um, <laughs> that t- one got Easton. Thank you so much. <laughs> tough titty said the kitty when there was no milk. No, it's tough titty said the kitty, but the milk's still good. Oh, okay. Um, can we say titty? <laughs> you just did three times. So yes. Okay. So I'm a huge fan of the Jackson and Joe storyline. It's weird because I don't know that I've ever. I don't know. Like they, it, it's so obvious that they could be together. But never did you ever see that coming? That really was like a, like a, like a lasso that just, just lassoed. And uh-huh. I was just like, where did that come from? And it's so good. How long do you think before we get the storyline of them having a romance? I hope like next week i'm nervous they're gonna drag it out and have like awkward like flirty encounters because he's clearly into her but he's like dating that other chick from station 19 that i'm so not into they broke up excuse me excuse me incoming guest let's be polite okay well no no i I don't say being station 19 well also i'm not really on board with station 19 (laughs) but um i'm not I, i wasn't on board with his relationship with her right Here's I like Maggie's relationship with the Station 19 guy. He's not from Station 19. Oh, right. Where's he from? Some He's from the hospital? conference. He's from like yeah. her childhood or like school or something. Right, right, right. Have you watched the show at all? <laughs> this is <laughs> why she does so bad in like, trivia questions. She's like, who? I think she puts it on and then like works and hears things in the background mm, that, that like turns be. her head when something. It's true. I usually sit down. I do my trending reports at night. So I usually like sit on my computer whilst watching whatever is on the tube well i mean it was a great episode they very much it was definitely not one of those things that if you're trying to avoid hearing or seeing anything regarding the pandemic or the virus it was not something you'd want to sit down and watch because it was Mm. heavy I can give you that point of view from my wife. My wife said it made her kind of sick to her stomach the whole time. Knowing that this is what's going on in every hospital in America, it was a little bit too real for her. It wasn't the escapism she was looking for. She did did not like the first episode. Second episode, a little better, but she's not so sure about this season. 
Yeah, I kind of ag- I agree with her in that sense that it was a little too like the the them having to constantly tell people that they were dying and the families and Schmidt and how many you know it, it was a lot. Like it it made me feel like feel things. Yeah. And I think that Grey's Anatomy has always done such a great job at addressing hard topics, but I do feel like lately it's very much like um so mirrored to what's going on in real life and I do feel like the older episodes they were a little more of an escape from reality but I do see the importance of showing what's going on if they can because they're a medical show but I it was a lot like to see how stressful it is and that these surgeons aren't even like they're doing the scut work that they've never had to do because it's so crazy and people you know there's a short shortage on everything and like the Teddy and Owen thing, can we get to that? Oh, I just slung my ear earbud. Um, first of all, Kim Raver is the coolest. I'm she obsessed was with her. So fun. <laughs> um, I felt like I was giggling the whole time because she was just awesome. Uh, you better believe I. Sp- took multiple trips to my grocery store that weekend in hopes that I would run into her. <laughs> oh, I promise you, she's ordering her groceries online now. <laughs> she is now. Because <laughs> um, you better believe if I see her again, I'm going to go for sure go to her and be like, hey. She's like so scared, pulls her hoodie tighter. <laughs> um, but I'm just confused because she she's acting like nothing happened. Like, he played her the voicemail, and she was so obviously shocked and hurt and whatever, but then she goes to him as if they belong together and that there should be no yeah. issue. And I, we, I, we in need her to mind, talk. In her do? mind, she said, I'm marrying Owen. So it was like, it was almost just like a physical thing, not an emotional thing, is I guess how she's trying to portray it. Right. Well... In this instance, I want her to be with Karasik personally. I don't need her to be with Owen, but I was kind of like, wait a second. (laughs) I don't think it's up to you who gets like that you get to control the conversation or how this moves forward because you are the one who left an orgasmic voicemail to your fiance with another man. I was a little confused at the timeline a couple of times because it was all like, this is April of 2020, but then it was flashbacks. And it seemed to me that the reveal between Owen and Altman was during now, was during present times, was during April. And that didn't strike me as realistic that they would have waited since, what, February till April before he finally tells her what's been bothering him? I kind of got the vibe that the pandemic hit and they've been so busy and crazy that they haven't even had a second to like focus on themselves. And that's kind of the, that's how I took it. But also we finally got to see um, April and Jackson's little girl and she was so cute. Oh yeah. I felt like we forgot about her. Like I I feel like she was kind of gone for a while she was we haven't seen her and she's grown up now she's a you know little girl she's not a baby anymore but she was so cute did i miss something or did did we find out why meredith was like laying on the floor of the parking lot no okay so i have theories because she falls and i think she's just exhausted 
That's what I'm, I don't want to be like Debbie Downer. I know Mark's going to come in and say she has like a deadly tumor or something, but no, no, no. See, I thought, oh, wow. I thought, cause it came right after Teddy and Owen were like all upset and in a fight. I thought that Owen like hit her or something. <laughs> you got to pay closer attention to your shows. Tanya, what in the heck? No, 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 no. Like, no, I obviously, I know we didn't see that. I know, I know we just saw Meredith on the floor, but it just, just come right after they got in that fight. And so in my mind, I was like, Owen probably hit her. And like he punched her in off? the face? No, in the car. Like he was in such a hustle from his fight with Teddy that he like reversed his car. He hit somebody, didn't realize it and just kept going. Didn't realize he hit a body. Because he was so like disheveled. Okay, Tanya, I'm going to nix that theory. If the, it comes true, you're going to need an apology on the podcast. I will definitely apologize if that theory comes true. I think okay. she's literally exhausted and so overwhelmed. I think the next episode, it shows her going into like a CT scan or, or MRI or something. I think that they're just checking her brain because she fell. So they're just being cautious and they have her in a hospital bed just like recovering, giving her IVs, trying to get her healthy. And I think they're trying to make us think that something really bad's happening. I think she just went into a dream Okay, exhaustion, dehydration, probably something along those lines. But when she's seeing her dead husband, could be a dream, but it also could be that she's kind of teetering on the afterlife here, and he's kind of there, and she's kind of in some limbo world where she could be dying. Can I just I did have that thought. I did have that thought. I feel like I could cry just talking about it. When I saw Patrick Dempsey on the screen again and his smile when he's yelling her name, I was just smiling so big watching and I don't know. I part of me just wants him to bring him back. I don't need an explanation of how he came back. Bring him back from the dead. I won't question anything. I won't question it. I won't ask do you know anything. What, do you know what made me just happy about that entire thing? Is it was like, everybody knows we've had a crappy year and that everybody's been wanting Derek Shepard back from the dead since he died. Mm-hmm. And all those rumors out there about all the squabble that happened between him and whoever, it's like everything was just put to the side and they gave us what we wanted. And it was so, and also I was so impressed with the fact that none of that leaked. Like that was such a shock. Like I was so happy. I was like, good on all these actors and these producers and these showrunners for keeping that such a secret because that was such a treat, like that it was such a surprise. Like I don't think anyone was expecting that. I can't believe like I, I was um, in Tahoe with a group of friends. I didn't watch it. And when I was on Twitter and saw everything, I felt this sense of just devastation that I didn't get to witness that live and experience that feeling of just... Which it's always spoiled anyway, because I always get on social media and the East Coast is always talking about something. And I'm like, dang it. But yeah, I just thought it was the best gift ever. And I... If they end the show with something happening to Meredith and it has a scene where she reunites with Derek, I'm not going to be mad about it. Oh, I hope they shot that when he was on set just in case they need it someday. I'm hoping. It seems like they're like in good. uh, the, The whole thing is that I felt as though things had ended poorly between everyone with Patrick Dempsey and like whoever. I don't know. I just felt like things didn't end well. And so I think just... 
the fact that they did that made me feel like anything can they can do whatever they like he'd be willing to do more the krista vernoff the showrunner said that he is gonna be in three episodes so this isn't the last we're seeing of him oh that's right (laughs) wow i don't know i it was just the best the best which means which means she could potentially you know be teetering in this near death experience Mm -hmm. for the next few episodes which i'm okay with Mm mm-hmm but then it's weird because she has this really sweet connection with DeLuca. There's something that's like really like cute about their relationship. And then Hayes, the new doctor, I feel like there's something with him too. So I feel like Meredith has got her hands full. I'm not into Meredith and Hayes. We haven't even given it a chance. I prefer it to I'm Meredith and DeLuca. Not into it at all. Okay, but y'all were so not into Meredith and DeLuca at first, and now you're saying you're into Meredith and DeLuca, so anything can happen. I'm not into Meredith and DeLuca. I get like a a sibling vibe from them. Like, not sexual. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, like... I don't know. I think there's something cute. It ain't there. Okay, it ain't there for you. Well, I know you are saying that you're not... um, that you haven't watched Station 19, but I watched the, I've watched a few episodes and then I watched the premiere and I watched the finale from last season and the premiere of this season because I do think they're intertwined. And I will say I've never been disappointed in um, a Shondaland show. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with Scandal. I was obsessed with Private Practice. I never watched How to Get Away with Murder, but I know everyone loved I that loved one it. as it's well. I loved it. It's great. Yep. Yeah. So. And I feel like Station 19 is the same. And we get to see some of the things with our Grey's Anatomy characters that we don't see on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, you know, I respect the hustle of ABC. Like, they're really, really trying to get us there. And I am, I will keep trying. I will keep trying. Um, But I'm really excited because today we have... um, Boris Kojo coming on and he is he plays Robert Sullivan in Station 19 and he's had a very interesting storyline and I would like to I'm excited to talk to him because in Station 19 it's even more interesting because they have the COVID but then it's like the wildfires which has also been a thing especially out here in California so um they're kind of hitting both they things. have the COVID <laughs> what did, did I say the COVID yeah <laughs> Yesterday was the one-year anniversary of the first case of COVID. Uh No. You know what's wild (laughs) is I remember Sissini talking about this, like, in the news. And I was just kind of looking at her like, you are, like, you know what I mean? Like, I thought she was, what's the word? Like a hypochondriac. Uh Being an alarmist? An alarmist, yeah. Like, I was like, okay, chill. Like, slow your roll. And then cut to now. I'm like, Wow. I know she there are powers. a lot of people on uh, Twitter being like, happy birthday, girly. Thanks for making this year the worst yet. All this <laughs> stuff. I was like, Twitter's wild. But yeah, it's weird because a lot of people were posting photos um, a year from uh, yesterday, a year from 2019 or whatever I'm trying to say, a year before what they were doing. You good? <laughs> no. And um, it was like a lot because, you know, it's like award shows and there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on right now with the holidays. And there's so many people that were just out doing their normal things. And it's kind of sad to see how much things have changed. But on the flip side, 
the PCAs was kind of exciting because it's like here we are doing like award shows and we're just making it work. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it felt very like good and safe. They had a lot of protocols in place. You know, obviously it's more time consuming, but it's kind of just par for the course. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. just it is what it is. But what's funny, what you're saying is like what, what it was like last year, what it's like this year. Last year, Jingle Ball, we just all went to a fun show, concert, hung out, you know, cut to this year. Uh, I'm doing Jingle Ball interviews with this like step and repeat that they put in my studio sporadically whenever the artist can do their interviews. And then I'm wearing the same outfit. So I'm just gonna have to put on the same outfit, whatever day that I'm doing oh, like these interviews so it gosh. looks like it's the same you know what I mean <laughs> it's so wild whoa yeah well whatever I'm grateful for some normalcy <laughs> yeah and like I think it'll be super fun and you know it's something to do and it'll be like a fun like you're at a concert obviously just from home but it's just it's just interesting how everything's yeah Adjusting. So different. Yeah. Um, okay. Boris is in the waiting room. So we're going to take a break and then we'll be right back with him. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be to cauliflower. Cauliflower is the brand that powers the foods you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Cauliflower's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Cauliflower's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Cauliflower's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Cauliflower, crave on. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, like beauty, clothing, travel, dining, and even pets. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Sephora, Macy's, Adidas, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. Plus, the membership is free, it's easy to sign up, and cash back rates change daily. You can maximize your savings by stacking cash back on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commissions with its members. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving, and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cash back. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? 
Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Becca, it's March, one of my favorite months. Do you know why? It's Women's History Month. Exactly. Ding, ding, ding. We celebrate women all year long, but love the extra spotlight this month. So join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Yes, throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Another way to support some modern women, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. All right, we are back, and we have Boris Kojo in the Scrubbing NOR. Welcome. Hi, ladies. How are you? We're great. How are you? Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Thank you. My pleasure. I just listened to uh, Tanya and Boris talk about um, plant-based diet versus not plant-based, and I ate (laughs) Jack in the Box earlier, so I just was sitting and watching, listening. Taking notes. <laughs> you know they have they have a bunch of they have a bunch of uh, meat replacements now. Beyond Meat is out, and they're doing like chicken nuggets and all and and breakfast sausages, and it's actually some really really great stuff out there. You should try. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm all about fueling my body in the way that makes me um, like my engine run faster, if you will. Yeah. Do you want to feel that? That's like you want to feel good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And unfortunately, that we've been taught so many different things, uh, and and sometimes it doesn't serve our bodies. And again, everybody is different. So what's good for you might not be good for me. And you right. just have to figure out what makes you feel good, what makes you feel stronger and healthier, and then keep eating that. It's good advice, people. Good advice. Um, so I just this morning watched, well, I watched the finale from Station 19 from last season. And I watched the premiere. And your storyline is really interesting because it it's, um, he has like this, he's battling this addiction to, I guess, painkiller, pain medicine is that. And he's kind of fighting of making himself better, but he's in this, I feel like this quick marriage with Andy and then it's there's like all this complicated stuff going around and the guy I can't remember his name but the guy that you went to the um the house with the private home that you're working with mm-hmm. drove me insane <laughs> because yeah, <me> <laughs> that personality type 
is very yeah. common right now. <laughs> yes, yes, unfortunately, yeah. The Trump, the Trumpian, the Trumpian gene pool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just felt like he. It was just kind of a lot of people's misunderstanding of. You know, they're working with the inmates of people who have been arrested under charges of, you know, marijuana, and they're kind of getting another chance at life. And I think even for a long time, I had the mentality of like, like they they did something wrong. Like, why are we, you know, like you have that mentality of like, why do they get another chance? They did something wrong. But the truth is, is like so many of these people deserve the second chance to kind of get a fresh lease on their life and do better. Well, I think I think you got to start with the fact that uh, black and brown people are incarcerated at a, at a disproportionately high rate. That's where it starts, right? Yeah. And then you can and then you can debate for what reasons they're being charged uh, and 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 then you find out that they're they're giving much longer sentences compared to uh, you know, white offenders. So this is a this is an ongoing thing, and like you, you just said earlier, we're living in these weird times right now. It's true. There's a health pandemic going on, but there's a whole lot of other pandemics as well. There's the economic pandemic that people are suffering from. There's the social justice and 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 uh, you know racial inequality and, and systemic racism pandemic that we're dealing with. And I think it, we're in a pivotal moment right now in our history, where you know the issue of systemic racism has been brought up again. But I think this time around, um, people have galvanized around the world to uh, to voice their support mm -hmm. of anti-racism and to voice their support of, of Black people um, and really start acknowledging our history of these past 400 years and what it has done to us as a society and why it has sort of created this huge wedge between us and, and has, has caused a divisiveness that has now been amplified by this president that's on his way out. Mm -hmm. you know? uh, so all those issues have come up and I, I always see the silver lining in things. So, so I, I, I think Donald Trump has enabled us to see and to figure out how to be uh, a part of the solution rather than turning our heads uh, and, and, and becoming a part of the problem. Mm -hmm. So I, I welcome that. Yeah, I think I've seen, I mean, personally had so, I've learned so much that I was so ignorant to. And I think Tanya also probably feels that way. And yeah, well, I think that for so long, we kind of, at least I'm all, I can only speak for myself, but um, you know, I would say things like, and because I truly feel this way, I don't, I don't see color. You know what I mean? When I see, I just see a human being. And then throughout this entire like social justice movement, I started to do research and realize that saying those things is the problem, you know, and kind of going back and, and, and I think it's because I was, you know, you know, with the color of my skin, I just, it wasn't aware. I wasn't thinking I wasn't, I wasn't totally. digging for these things until yeah. now. And so it was kind of like this big, you didn't have to. Exactly. You know, it's, it's not your fault, but you, you didn't have to. And, and, you know, that's, that's part of racism. You know, it's not just overtly um, right. violent and hateful. There's parts that are just as racist, for instance, apathy. That's what you just spoke of. Apathy. There's ignorance mm -hmm. and there's white privilege. 
there's so many levels and so many aspects to racism that we never uh, have acknowledged in this society that now people slowly are understanding, oh, I either am part of the solution or I am by default part of the problem. So where do I want to end up? On which side of history do I want to end up? And that, that counts for us as individuals as well as us collectively. Uh, corporate America has to play a role in that, right? All of our institutions. Um, so so it's, it's a really important time. And, and I think the first step, what I always tell my white friends is, there's three things you can do. You can listen, you can educate yourself, and you can show empathy. And those three things will start the wheel turning in the right direction. And then we can go from there, right? But if you start by saying, I'm not a racist, I got nothing to do with this, it's not my fault my ancestors did that, now you're turning the wheel in the wrong direction, mm-hmm. right? So, so I think, again, this is a great, great, it's, it's, this, is, this is a strong word, but it's, a, it's an important time in our history. And I think uh, it all depends on where we're going to go depends on how we act right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would like to think, and this is, again, my hopeful heart in this, um, that the majority, majority of people want to do right by everybody. You know what I mean? I feel like the majority of people want to have everybody be treated equal and that now it's kind of the lid has just been ripped off and everybody's seeing everything for what it really is and that everybody now is truly trying to put in the work to make a difference and be on the right side of of history I I truly believe that although it might take a little more time than you know but I do feel like there's been a giant shift for sure yeah, we just have to make sure it's not a phase, but it's a it's a true progression and movement that's that's uh, sustainable, right? Yeah. Um, because oftentimes when when we're faced with these issues, um, when they're in vogue, we we love talking about it because it's so in vogue, and then after three weeks we get bored and then we move on with our lives because we can because we're not personally affected. Mm-hmm. What's important to remember is that there's people like myself who have to deal with this every single day of their lives from teaching my kids to ask for a bag and to insist on a on a receipt when they go to Trader Joe's to my son not being able to play hide and seek in our neighborhood because and become somebody else's backyard to going down to the precinct with my son and introducing him to every single cop that's working these streets so they know his face um, those things, not, not everybody has to deal with those things, right? Yeah. The fact that I had to tell Nicholas when he was six years old, he couldn't go to the park with a super soaker and his friend. And he looked at me like, why? And I had to explain to him that Tamir Rice was shot playing in the park with a, with a plate, with a toy gun. And that I didn't want that to happen to him. And he said to me, but daddy, I'll just tell him it's a toy gun. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so. This is our reality. And I think that for white people, it's important to acknowledge that and to understand that there's a reason why we're out there in these streets protesting every single day. And that the only way for us to move to greener pastures collectively is if we all join fight. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's very important. Yeah. Well, I do feel, you know, I was talking earlier about how, um, like all of the shows on Shondaland, um, specifically Grey's Anatomy and Station 19 have been so great at addressing and mirroring kind of what's going on, um, in the real world. And, um, you know, a lot of people were, I think I've seen comments of people saying that the, seeing the pandemic played out on TV was hard to, to like almost process that that's what's happening in the hospitals and what's going on. And, um, were you like excited to address these issues or were you kind of nervous that people would feel stressed out about having to live it in real life and then watch it on TV? I insisted on it actually. I, I really voiced my opinion strongly in the writer's room before the season that we needed to address these issues um, because of what you just said. You know, I think that the reality is that a lot of millions and millions of people are suffering. And to ignore that, I think, would be uh, disrespectful. Um, and we're playing first responders. Mm-hmm. So we're in a great position to pay homage and, uh, to and to represent these real life heroes that are putting their lives in the line every single day. So why not do that um, in front of the backdrop of COVID? Because we mm-hmm. live in a COVID world. So we wear masks. We talk about, you know, Zoom calls and and and. You know, Krista Vernoff, our showrunner, um, and also, you know, Debbie Allen over at Grey's Anatomy and Shonda, obviously, they've been so courageous to uh, tell these real and authentic stories. Um, uh, now it's COVID. Um, they've, they've tackled every single current issue there was. They have changed the way we watch TV in terms of diversity. And so to be a part of that is, 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 uh, is, is an honor, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's really cool. And I mean, I understand, I do understand the, the mindset of saying like, oh, I'm living through this and it's been so dark, but I do think it's kind of, it's dark, it's dark and like scary right now for everyone just being in their homes, but these people who are not sitting at home and they're working the front lines and the first responders, it is kind of an insight to how crazy and scary and sad and devastating it is and why people are saying like, please do your part. Like, please be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem. So, um, yeah, I think it's really cool. I, Mm. like I said, I understand people being scared of it, but I do think it's something that's necessary. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be, to Kali Power. Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower, so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. 
And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power, crave on. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Becca, it's March, one of my favorite months. Do you know why? It's Women's History Month. Exactly. Ding, ding, ding. We celebrate women all year long, but love the extra spotlight this month. So join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Yes, throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Another way to support some modern women, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com purpose. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, Tanya, you had 25 hours. What would you do with the extra hour? I want to say that I would like (laughs) work out for sure, go on a run, walk my dog. But I think I'd probably sleep. What about you? (laughs) Oh, Mm wow. I might sleep too. Well, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. But the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. One thing that has made such a big difference that I have like carved out time for is therapy. Yeah. And the thing that I love about therapy is like, I think at least for me, I always thought it was my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. Like you, everybody thinks they know best. Their yeah. idea is the best. Their solution is the best. But I yeah. think therapy has been a very humbling experience for me to realize that there is no right and wrong. You can approach things in different manners. It's very true. And it's helped me set boundaries, which has been a big deal for me. Yeah, for sure. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash scrubbing. With your character, he's kind of going through um, just some tough times. He's not with the station anymore. He's in this new marriage where he's needs time, basically. He's like, I need 90 days by myself and 
kind of a lonely place for him. Like, where do you, as an actor, I guess, where do you want his storyline to go? Like, what would be, do you like him with Andy? Do you think this marriage has any hope of surviving? <laughs> well, I think it's interesting to to, to play a, um, a, 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 a commitment to not giving up in the relationship. You know, I think that's very interesting because it's easy to run for the hills uh, when when there's a challenge that presents itself. Uh, and in, in, in Robert Sullivan's case, um, he's he's dealing with chronic pain syndrome. He's he's an addict. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's now being kicked off the, the, the fire department. So now he's trying to find his bearings. And he's got this new wife that he's in love with um, who, who lost her father. Uh, so she's going through it traumatic uh, time in her life finding out that her mother's actually alive which she thought was dead so there's a lot of personal trauma yeah. drama that these characters are dealing with and then they're dealing with COVID so again this is real this is like real life and I I, I, I embrace those those opportunities to play these these leveled characters who, who are just dealing with a whole lot of shit. Um, and it's it's fun for me. Yeah, I was going to say it's probably so nice to do something that's um, kind of in a direction that challenges you, that, you know, is very real and it's it's hard. I mean, I, I have family who's had addiction problems with painkillers, and so it's something that a lot of people deal with. And a lot of times I think people kind of shy away from showing these stories because they're heavy and because they are so real, but... I mean, I guess just like we talked about, that's something that Shonda has really made sure to focus on the realities of what people go through and the hardships. Yeah. And I think they they all then they always balance it. You know, because life can be cruel and it can also be beautiful at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think that's another talent that that Shonda and, and, and Krista and, and, and the writers room have to to balance between the adversity and the, the the celebrating of life and the beauty of life despite how dark it can get um and so that that's also very important i think and they've done a really really good job doing that yeah uh i know that you mentioned your kids that you know these conversations that you have with your kids um how long have you been married we've been married for 15 years this year do you recommend it <laughs> Yes, but, but I I don't recommend it for everybody. So I always say, first of all, don't even think about it in your 20s because that's when you have no idea who the hell you are uh, yet, right? Um, you're just finding your, your path in life. So I always suggest wait till your 30s, um, women and men. Uh, in Europe, you know, I'm from Germany. We, we don't even talk about marriage until we're in our mid thirties. Uh, and, and it helps, uh, cement, you know, these relationships in at least an individual knowledge of who you are as a person. Right. Because think, I mean, if you get married as a 20 year old, it's a, it's a train wreck to, to waiting to happen because you just have no idea who you are yet. I couldn't even tie my shoes when I was 20. Um, <laughs> But you know, marriage marriage is great for some people, and it's not great for other people. So I don't think you should uh, try to fit into a box that you're not you're not made for, um, right? 
and there's so many social and cultural connotations to it and and religious beliefs that you want to respect and 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 if you look around the world there's so many different ways of of creating a unit and and um and being together so what works from what worked for me does not necessarily work for the next person so i always say look find out who the hell you are first spend mm -hmm. some time with that and then <clears throat> once you figure out who you are uh, because when you know who you are, when you embrace who you are and you're comfortable with who you are and you love who you are, you're going to attract the perfect person, right? Because you exude that experience, you exude that positivity and that, and that, that magnetism that brings the perfect person to you. When you're 20, you're exuding a whole lot of shit, not a lot of good stuff. So when you're exuding all that shit, that's exactly who you're going to attract. Well, you launched a fitness app with your wife. Is that correct? CoFit? Yeah. Would you recommend starting a company with your partner? <laughs> <laughs> it's different for us. We met, we met on a TV show. So we met in a working environment. So we're really, really good working together. Like we, we've done that for 20 years, uh, working together, whether it's TV shows, we had our own talk show or projects initiatives so we have a foundation the Koja family foundation and you know COVID. my wife started a business called the gym wrap which has been incredible for eight years and uh she has created this revolutionary headband that has helped women especially you know save their hair and and stay healthy at the same time and she pivoted when the pandemic hit and she started manufacturing um masks for the whole family and we've given away over $500,000 worth of, of free masks to our first responders and essential workers for the past three months. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. We used to, we used to working together. We were really good, uh, working together. She makes, she makes me better too. Um, it just, it just depends, you know, everybody, everybody's different. You, you have to, um, you have to give each other space. Um, and and learn from each other you have to give each other <laughs> you have to give each other space to fuck up um <laughs> which is really important too because we all gonna make mistakes we're not perfect i'm perfectly flawed right so you have to give each other the space and the leeway to to screw up um and not abandon ship immediately right uh, right um there's no such thing as a perfect union i think the perfect union is an imperfect union that is not giving up. That's what I would characterize a perfect union, right? Mm -hmm. Of two people that are flawed, but they're unwilling to give up on each other. Mm -hmm. There's something romantic about that too. Um, but yeah, you learn from each other. You, you grow with each other. You, you grow individually. You, you, you mess up. You, you, you try to brush yourself off. You learn from your mistakes. You you and you and you sort of take that journey together and see where it takes you. Uh, it can be the most beautiful thing in the world. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's it definitely depends on the person if that's a good idea or not. Um, <laughs> just like the plant based diet. Um, no, I mean it's like what you said with you. You know, you know that you're always late, right? Mm -hmm. So we know our patterns. And sometimes we don't know our patterns until we are in a relationship and we figure out all these things. Oh my God, I'm scared of this. I'm afraid of this. I have trauma from this. And 
you have to give yourself time to get to know yourself and to figure out some of these patterns since you were a child. Because in the first six, seven years of being alive, that's when our hard drive is formed, right? Mm -hmm. That's when our that's when our when our subconscious mind is formed. And after that, it's done. That's mm -hmm. it. So some of that, some of the impact that the first six, seven years had on our lives, we don't even know until we are 20, 30, 40, 50 years old. That's when right. that stuff comes out. So you got to give yourself the space and the time to really um, figure yourself out. And, and, and hopefully you guys are on, on a similar path. Yeah, I would say if, if 2020 has taught me anything, it is that I am figuring some things out. It's good. It's, yeah. Um, well, just wanted to say thank you. I know you're so busy. Thank you for taking the time to come yeah, chat with us. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Y'all um, can watch Boris on Station 19 on TGIT. And then you can um, follow him on Instagram. It's Boris Kojo. Um, and on Twitter, also at Boris Kojo. And you can visit thegymraft.com to shop the website. That's right. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Take Bye. care. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to our mini episode. I'm so excited about both Grey's Anatomy and Station 19. Um, how do you feel, Tanya? Uh, I'm telling you, I got my mojo back, so I'm going to spend the weekend doing a little a little uh, research on my end um, with the Emmys and the Peabody's and the Grammys, and we're going to, I think maybe, I guess we are winding down the year. We should make one of these episodes just literally a, a brainstorm, and actually, I'd like our scrubbers to get involved with this too, a brainstorm of what they want to see from our podcast in 2021 and we just like you know kind of vision board our year out and make some goals and uh yeah yeah I agree I'm very into that so um send us ideas what you like what you'd want to change what conversations you like um what kind of guests you like yeah. whatever it is you guys like there's no bad ideas there's just some better ideas so we'll <laughs> pick the better one that was good that was good thank you <laughs> um we love you guys thanks for listening as always we'll be back next week and have a great rest of the week love you bye love you bye Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Available in cups A through G in bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. They sent us bras and underwear, and the bra is like sexy and supportive and so comfortable i haven't had a black bra like that in a minute and i love it <laughs> i was like this came just in time just i've been needing one of these and the robe and slippers are heaven heaven it's literally like heaven wrapped around my body and your feet and my feet shop now at your nearest victoria's secret store and online at victoriasecret.com
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better H-E-L-P.com. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.